With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Journey into the matrix of the mind. Stretch your imagination and challenge reality. Abnormal realities are beacons for the imagination. What society deems abnormal may be more real than we think. This is Abnormal Realities with your hosts, Ron Phillips and Rocky Stucci. You know, there it is. There it is. I felt that because (laughs) Ron knows. Ron knows. He's way ahead of me. Yep, way ahead of me. Ron knows. And Daryl and Petey are with us tonight. Uh, Daryl's a little upset. Yeah, Daryl hasn't been on the air for a no. while. Dude, look at him. He's, he's over there. He's pulling. a little pissed. You put the freaking cowboy head on his head. Won't you be pissed? He's in the dark for a while. It's all good. Let me get started with this. Oh. We got him. If you look at the front of our That's super hot. Front of our computers. We got him. Our four inch stickers. They'll be available on the website soon. I was going to put them up before the show, but didn't have time. I had other shit going on. Oh, dude, it's, it's Brian's a pretty Brian. nice stuff though. Throw that, throw that on the back window of a car, man. It says Odyssey Radio. Yeah, it does. It's... <laughs> we got a few yeah, shows we're going to be announcing here soon uh, that we've been working on in the back. Super excited about that. Absolutely. Um, so I guess I should start talking about yep. my issue last night. Get her done, man. Get her done. I got a message from Ron. I'm going to transition yeah. here. Yeah. It was like 11, 11.30, and it was the F word. F! I'm like, oh God, that's it was never F good. me, I think. Yeah, yeah, F me. And I'm like, dude, I know it's eleven at night, you know. You know. No, <laughs> seriously though. Um, Ron don't get a hold of me at eleven o'clock at night with something like that. And so I automatically knew something was wrong, and this is the message I received from Ron. So Rocky leaves my studio right after well, about thirty minutes after the show is over. Yep. So it was uh, about eight thirty Eastern. No. Nine nine thirty Eastern, yes, yeah, eight thirty Central. Yep. And as I walk back in the house, because uh, I always walk him to his car so he's protected. It's safe. He does. He does. He comes uh, out looks in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> as I walk back in the house, my daughter says, "Dad, you need to check your you know, the the dog's name is a little bit. Dad, you need to check a little bit. She's breathing weird. Okay. So I go in there and she's fast breathing." Like this, and like a dog does typically after they've exercised, but she doesn't get any hardly exercise. Kind of like us which, when we go up the stairs. Yeah, which is essentially part of the reason that this occurred. But she was breathing fast, and we didn't know. We, we had a feeling why, but we didn't know for sure. She had, over the last couple of weeks, been kind of coughing. 
And, you know, dogs do that sometimes. They'll cough and then they'll gag and then it'll be all fine. Like they eat grass or something to, you know. Um, and so we've just been kind of seeing her do that. But last night she was doing that heavy breathing. And so I held her for a little while and she didn't stop. And after about an hour and a half, she started drooling really bad, kind of frothing around her mouth. And, you know, we, we thought about taking her to the animal ER cause there's one in town, fortunately. And, uh, we talked about it for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and she didn't calm down and it was seemed to be getting worse. So Misty drove and I carried her over there in about, and it, I mean, it's literally a 10 minute drive and about five minutes into the drive, she got antsy and started getting up like she needed to do something. After the fact, I realized that she, she just wasn't able to breathe. So we got her into the ER, got all the paperwork done, paid exorbitant amounts of money. Um, but they're your baby. So you do that. Right. And they called us and told us that, um, that they, they've done the examination and it appears that she's under some kind of stress from her lungs. Could they do, um, they call them radiograms, but x-rays, uh, it'll be this much money. So we said, do it. So they did the x-rays and this whole time we're sitting out in the car because, they have these COVID protocols in place at the animal ER. You can't go in the building. You have to hand off your baby. And I was thinking to myself, this better not mean that I cannot come in there if something bad's going on. So to give credit to the animal ER, everything was above board. It was professional and they do have a heart. So I'll get to that in a second. So they call us and ask if they can do the radiograms. And we said, yes, sure, please. And then let us know. She called us back and, 15 minutes or so and said her lungs are full of fluid and she is now in congestive heart failure. And she is so frantic because she can't get air that we, we may not be able to do anything for her without, you know, going above and beyond on the stabilization. And so we said, okay, what are the options? And the doctor said, my recommendation is euthanasia. Um, because we don't think we can stop it at this point. And we said, okay, um, what, what do we do? And they said, well, we don't think we can get a catheter in her to do this, the normal euthanasia, but if we, it, but, 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 so we can give her gas humanely. Um, but if we can get a catheter in her, we'll let you come in. That's when we said, okay, fine. Let us know. They called us back almost immediately and said, we've got a catheter in her, come on in now. So we got in there, they did the thing. The pictures you've seen on Facebook are what occurred. Uh, that was that was Misty, that was after the fact, that was Misty standing there with her. Um, and then my old, one of my older daughters came, and they, they brought a little bit into the room and let her hold her for a little while. Um, so it was tough. It's one of those things that no family wants to go through. You know, it wasn't a, a human being, but you still love your pets like you love your children and little bit was with us for in may or um, yeah in may she would have been with us for 10 years and so uh, you know a dog that size typically chihuahuas live into their teens so she had some problems going on that we just weren't aware of and she goes and gets her shots and gets you know the vet check every year we do that every year but it wasn't evident and it came on very very fast so anyhow 
that after that was all done around 11:30 that's when i texted rocky yeah and the thing about little bit with rocky is that he's the that she's the one that was very standoffish standoffish on him when he would come to the house and over a two or three month period he worked on her and got her to come to him so she could so he could pat her Dude, it's she just got used that. to you it's longer than that four months something like well that. since july because i oh, started yeah. coming over every day so it was a daily thing and she would be the only one that barked at him all the other dogs would run up and hug him and kiss him and stuff but she would be the one that barked at him and over that period of time she just got used to him coming and finally walked up to him and she did it last night isn't, too, right? isn't it the one that's usually the biggest bitch well she was our alpha the most you know what i'm saying yeah she was our alpha <laughs> she didn't know how big she was that chihuahuas never do but she was our alpha and uh yeah, so we don't know what the other dogs are going to do and how they're going to work that all out. But Dude, it was weird. Well, let me tell you about the other dogs last night. When we had a little bit laying on our bed, because yep. we just laid her on the bed to, to yep. kind of watch her, and she was making a big drool spot, but the other dogs kept sniffing her. Oh, yeah, they They knew. kept going to her and yep. sniffing her, and we had to push them away. They knew. And so they did. They knew. Um, and my big dog, it was really weird. When we got back home last night, and we she wasn't with us, my big dog, he's one. He's a big lover boy. He's a uh, a boxer, uh, and he's probably you know five or six years old. Super chill. Super chill. Super chill. Yeah. Barely. I I think I've heard him bark twice in the two years we've had. No, him. like when I come over, this is what he does. Here, if you're watching, he just kind of he'll look at you, give you a little head nod, like what's up. And his little nubbly is just doing this, but uh, yeah, he what comes was it doing this. Okay. He comes up to me. I'm sitting on the bed, and he's laying on the bed too. And he stands up and he walks over to me and he puts his paw right up here on my shoulder. I'm like, are you serious right now? Mm -hmm. And that's when I almost lost it. Why didn't you lose it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, for some reason, mentally detached. You know, it's, it's. But that's what happened last night. And I'm not crabby. I just, I'm kind of feeling You got a lot still. going on, dude. You got a lot going yeah. on. Seriously. Um, but you know what? There's sometimes, I'm not good at it. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to be honest. But sometimes in certain situations, it's weird how our our brains they kind of re reprogram themselves and create this mechanism, and it, it raises a strength. It automatically it automatically knows what barriers to stop. You know what I mean? To not well, allow in to not allow the hurt. Kind of help yeah, you yeah. soldier through that situation because you know it's game time, and you know what you have people that depend on you. Now, here's the thing that I've learned about myself over the years: is even in a very stressful situation. I'm pretty good with decision-making. Yep. Uh, and so I will typically make the calls on different things when there's a lot of emotion going on. But your leg bounces a lot. But when my leg bounces a lot. It. And last night, uh, Misty did really well. She made a lot of the calls last night. And, you know, ultimately we had to make the decision to let her go and, and euthanize her. But Can I be honest? Yeah. Um, we've been in that situation. And it's terrible. It's weird. Well, but, in 2017, I lost my German Shepherd yep, the same way. Yep. And I remember yeah. um, with the cat for the last time, I, you know, I kind of manipulate the conversation to get Lisa to say the decision because I do. That's the hardest decision to make because even if you know it's the right thing to do and there's no way the animal well, but you or want, human is you want your partner it. to be okay with that decision. That, so I think that's what it is. You more. have to talk it out. And, and that's and what then, Misty and I were doing. And I don't want it to come back in an argument in three years. Well. Because they I mean, remember dates. Whether it does or not, either way, Misty and I were on the same page. We don't want her to so We didn't want her to suffer. Just so quick. Yeah, dude. and it was quick because 
again, she came up to you when you got when here. I, and everything, it was the, you know, playing hard to get shit, you know, for a few minutes. You know, I worked it, got up to her, you know, gave her the little, you know, belly rub. And then little peanut comes running over. Don't know what eyeballs she's looking at me with. Head's kind of tilted to the side. She's running sideways. Don't know what's going on, but I love her, right? And then uh, the other two. Dude, what breed is that dog? The one that can't hear. Boston Terrier. That is, the dog is badass. It's deaf. It's complete. She's deaf. Uh-huh. We have, I got sign language. We have conversations. Um, Ryan didn't even know that. He just found that out just now. Um, but the personality of that dog is like a human being. And it's almost kind of creepy. Yeah, she's our snoring dog. Mm-hmm. She uh, farts. But, but boxer, I mean, but Boston Terriers are like that. And she's the one that buries herself. She will dig up. During the day, if she goes in our room to get on our bed, she'll dig up the covers to crawl under them, and her head comes out, just like a human being. And that's the way she sleeps. But she's deaf, and we and she's she was deaf when we got her, and she was a rescue. And I mean, we she knows hand signals, you know, yep. come, go, stop, that kind of thing. Eye looks, and her eye, one eye is blue. It's yeah. really cool. That's um, kind of that's kind of a thing. So Lisa don't. and I wanted to extend that. Um, you can have as many of ours that you want if you want to fill that gap. we appreciate that but we've decided we're not going to go that way <laughs> we're, we're not going to we're not going to take on the fourth dog so. you know i know there's people out there listening knowing that they knew there's a situation with one of their animals and you know this is where the great debate of do you take it to the animal er you know you're going to take it in and, and if it's something serious you're going to be spending some money well guaranteed. and you and you number one a lot of people aren't able to take their dogs to the yard ER because they don't have the money that's it uh, that's what i was gonna say there's people out there that would be like mm, you know they may have to just sacrifice with all due right respect there. look with all due respect it was a cool thousand dollars at the oh. er last but in my opinion the dog was worth it trying to see if we could save her we knew she had more years in her yeah but when they did tell us last night there's nothing you there's, could have done there's, it happened so quick it happened so quick there's nothing yeah. that or, could or have been done we knew about it quick yeah, right. it may not have happened quick but we didn't know about it till quick you know i didn't even know so it, for brother. all of you who are sending me t- messages in the chat room right now thank you very much for the love we appreciate it um, you know, it was one of those things you just don't sleep. I didn't sleep very much last night. Rocky thinks I'm crabby, but he knows better. I just didn't sleep very much last night. So it, that's part of it. And she was our watchdog. She was our guard dog. So anything, you know, a package delivery or somebody coming to the door, she would bark. Now it's just silent. And because the, the, the two big dogs we have, one's deaf, doesn't hear anybody. The other one doesn't care. And the little chihuahua, the other little chihuahua we have is so small. Um, she, she hasn't learned that whole barking thing yet when somebody comes to the door. So eventually that'll happen. But anyhow, sorry to take the first 20 minutes of the show and throw out my sad stories, but that's, that's what's been happening in the last 24 hours. Dude, it's been pretty wild. Yeah. Crackhead bust right in our yard next door. Yeah. You know, dumb stuff. <laughs> Besides that, <laughs> that was animals so dying. Last night, I was putting together a new promo, which you'll hear during the break. Yeah. Of Rocky's will. mouth fart. Oh he, <laughs> told me not, show. oh, he told me not to do that tonight because I didn't he's not say that. Yeah, you did. No, don't touch him. Uh, but yeah, Rocky's mouth fart, you'll hear it. It was so funny. He was talking. Arr. Well, <laughs> most of the people already heard it on the video. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was kicked off of Facebook for 24 hours. A couple of days ago. That's right. right. And I just got in trouble again for obviously copyright music for tiktok but we don't know that it was copyright music we think it was your what you were saying we don't know for sure 
But if you watch his latest video on Abnormal Reality's Facebook page, you'll understand. Uh, but on TikTok, they yanked it like immediately. Like, so it might have been music. Were you using copyright music? No, I was, I've used that music a million times, dude. A million freaking okay. times. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was the content. Really? I know. I, there's That's a lot, real science. There's a lot worse content like that on on oh, TikTok. And way unprofessional language. We use the actual terms of the flaps. Oh my god. Okay, we didn't have to use the rap terms. Yeah. What? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So Rocky's got one story. We'll probably not even get to it till the second half of the show. What story do I got? Again? Talking about uh, this woman who wants to marry a ghost, but oh. they can't agree on the wedding date. You know, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What? <laughs> it's a real thing. I'm sure it is. Um, yeah. Sure it is. So you brought up that article yesterday and I was purposely being annoying and actually got yelled at for it from Lisa. She said I was being really annoying. She Which said, one? Uh, yesterday, the one that you purposely. Oh, yeah. For In the second segment about yeah. the pseudoscience. Uh, yeah, Lisa yelled at me. Today. Why? Because she said I was being super annoying. I said, baby, that was part of the plan. <laughs> we strategized that because he knew I was going to be pissed. So he said, just get pissed. I'm like, I got you on that. <laughs> and so, um, what? well, no, I mean, it's not like we planned for you to get pissed. It's no, that you it's, knew I was going it's to. It's that I knew you were going to. It just bothers me. Anytime somebody says something to Rocky about ghost hunting being pseudoscience and not real. He doesn't like that at no, all. No, I think I'm at rational. All. I think I'm rational about it because I said there is pseudoscience in the paranormal. There is. Field. Yeah, you know what I I'm get saying? that. Yeah. Um, and we recognize those things. So that article should at least identify some of the people that are going trying to go beyond that point. You know what I'm saying? And, and really, truly understand and, and research work of parapsychologists around the world, people that work for universities and their research. Alex Tannis. You know, all these 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 universities, they sit here and they use psychics as test lab rats. There's information out there about the human capability. Yeah. That's not pseudoscience. Really, that's, that's I agree. real no, science. I agree, 100%. <laughs> but that's the difference. That you got psychics and ghost hunting, two different things. But, you know, we talk about the pseudo part of it. And I often wonder, because there's a wide range of people involved in the paranormal field and i've always wondered their stories because we all kind of go a different lane mm -hmm. right um some people are hardcore science some people are hardcore spiritual some people are hardcore science and spiritual you know you got a lot of people that are involved in a lot of different branches of spiritual spiritualism astrology type of stuff and the majority of those people are very legitimate very cool people but then you got the ones that they just they they come up with things in a false reality and push it as it's real. And so we always have this conflict of things, right? And it, it creates situations and psychological things with people to where they honestly are truly in their brain probably having an argument with the ghost. But okay, I'm going to tell you this because I, I want to refer back to the pseudo part of it and, and how sometimes people get a condition and claim it to be one thing, but it's really not. Because the chances are probably pretty good that this lady, without not knowing anything, has some kind of a psychological issue to seriously wouldn't, think she's arguing with the ghost over an effing wedding date. Right, right? but yeah. wouldn't most people think that she has a psychological issue? 
I think anybody rational, I think that would be the first avenue you take. Okay. Just like when you do an exorcism, you have to, from the uh, Vatican, you have to have a complete psychological evaluation before they even consider it to be spiritual. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that explains a lot of the situations people are in. Um, but I'm going to say this as well. There's people out there that are really deep into this at an intellectual level. And they will tell you that they believe that there could be a possibility. Let's say the spiritual realm is as what we think it is. Okay. And let's say that we know that there are energies out there that are not good for the humans. When we talk about darker energies, like the shadow type of figures, those that attach to you. Um, some people could get that dialed in and they will at least consider the research of it to where they're so dialed in that there could actually be some kind of connection between a human being and something spiritual, but could be more malevolent. So if they're, if they're so dialed in, why do we not hear more about it? Or are those the kind of people that end up on like Gaia? You know, no, you know what I'm saying. Well, so if they end up, or on, do other people believe that they're they're crazy? Well, in order to to get the public to support you on a matter like that, I'm not even playing. You got to come up with some substantial shit. Well, it has to be substantial know? where everyone can experience it. If they can't experience it for themselves, they're not going to believe in it. But see, now you hell are, that happens on anything. I understand, right? but there's there's people that are completely cut off to it. Cut off to it that an, a paranormal event could happen right in front of you and you would never see it as that. You know what I mean? And there's some people to where it is like their literal life. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think everybody will ever experience it unless you're willing to open up enough to admit that it's there. You get what I'm saying? I got you. Because you and me, we still, no matter what, we have too much skepticism. And we'd question every situation that we deal with instead of just going. There's with no it. way you're as skeptical as I am. Not even close. Okay. But you still have skepticism. I have to. Why? Because just like religion, you know, if you want to claim to be a good Christian, you need to understand all the religions that exist in this earth. And that solidifies. So you have skepticism you have. because you don't have enough knowledge? Because there's not real science to prove it. Okay. Okay. Don't show me a video where you're talking to a flashlight and it blinks when you ask a question. Don't do that. That's what makes the field look stupid, right? Um, and I'm not saying it could not be effective. Scotty believes. He said he he's experienced dude, situations where when they talk to the flashlight, it was literally on command perfectly. And so I'm not saying it can't happen. All I'm saying is that if you're going to have a skeptic come up, they're going to go right to the arc and spark effect. But doesn't the mind of a skeptic think to themselves, okay, I know what illusions are when magicians perform tricks. Mm -hmm. Can this be an illusion? Can this be a trick? That's all part of it. You know, I mean, seriously, when we sit here and we're talking to this other realm, even though we're hearing a noise, you know what I mean? Are we truly talking to that? Is it an illusion? Is there an existence there that's just not even a real world? You know what I mean? Or in my case, are you really hearing what you're hearing when well, you catch an EVP? So a lot of times there's there's always a big window of skepticism in an EVP because if you have to sit there and listen to it multiple times, it's not going to be that clear to somebody else. And there's that window of skepticism. But there are EVPs, brother, where I'm telling you, 
that they are undeniable human voices as if they were right next to you, perfect tone, de- multiple decibels, and um, it's uh, irrefutable. So when we get back from the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about as uh, part of this story that you're telling. I'm trying not to burp. Yeah, thanks. I have to. But I'm going to talk a little bit about my feelings. <gasps> Ron at, has feelings? At, feelings. Uh, at the Haunted Hill House. You and I haven't talked about that so much yet, but my thoughts about what happened or didn't happen at the Hill House. You want to get deep in that? Yeah, we can get deep in it. Let's get in that rabbit hole, bitches. Come on with us. We're going to crawl up in it. What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Crawling all up in it. Damn, bro. I got chills. So we're going to have these uh, four by four, <laughs> four by four stickers available on odysseyradio.com coming up pretty soon. That site's going to release uh, this week or next. And uh, we've got many shows that we're talking to already. Again, if you know of someone, we uh, just send them to us info at odysseyradio.com. Tell them to contact us. We'd love to have their show or at least talk to them about having the show uh, on the network. We're streamed and distributed by iHeartRadio. And we're going to grow this station with Rocky and I behind it. There's nothing that can stop us. So we're going to grow this station and we want good quality uh, shows on the network so that you'll listen to it. Yeah. Right? And if you could send a hair sample uh, to Ron's P.O. Box, we'd really we don't need a that. hair sample. <laughs> we don't need any DNA. Yeah. What? No, we're good. We're good. You sure? Yeah, we're good. But we yeah. also, on the other side of the fence, have all of our insane stuff that, that uh, where Rocky's working on that website. As much as he can. Don't judge me. Shut up, dude. <laughs> as much as he it. can. I'm on it. But we're going to do that pretty soon. That's Insane Custom Tumblers. You can go there. Uh, InsaneLaserPros.com is Romika Designs. Uh, but you can go there as well. You'll hear about at least one of those during the break in this new uh, this new promo we got. So oh. we'll be back Boom. in two minutes. At Romika Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romika Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romika Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomikaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomikaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomikaDesigns.com. Abnormal realities. So there was a guy right in front of our house. Did right you see across any the of this happen? By no, the way? I was driving home from work. You didn't even make it home. No, I didn't okay. get home till all right six oh five. Okay, ate lasagna and said, "Bro, I'm on my way." Uh, yep, I got you. All right, right across the street, they got a guy who was a crack dealer. Uh, okay, so all the right. cops were busting a yep. crack. They busted a crack dealer across the street. Yeah, so he gets to now. He's in our neighbor's yard. At least is outside. What was that noise? That was my throat because I was trying not to burp. God dang. Dude. Don't judge me, okay? <laughs> it's, it sounded like a mouthful. Yeah, I couldn't pull back quick enough. Okay. God, and it smells. What was that? Did you burp? That was like oh, lasagna. Garlic. Dude. Oh! <laughs> 
abnormal reality. <laughs> that, was like, that was like lasagna or something. <laughs> yeah. Mama had a plate of lasagna oh, for nasty. dad when I got home. Thank you, baby. With Ron and Rocky. 8 p.m. Eastern, Mojo 5 Jeez, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Don't say nothing. You're on mute. I wasn't. Leave it to Rocky. Thank you. <laughs> Wait for the quiet part and then go. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wasn't on mute. You oh, hit my button no, over here. Dude, you hit the button. I swear it was you or Pete. No, I, I can't even God. reach the button. I can't either. Can't even reach the button. Welcome back to Abnormal Realities. I'm Ron Phillips. That's Rocky Stooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Hill House. So oh. here's the thing. I listened intently at the hill house even when we were just sitting in the room not not running the evp box dude i'm so paranoid i'm gonna throw a fart don't <laughs> i'm gonna sit over here yeah the you know the spirit box make hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's that loud racket, and it makes it hard to hear yep. outside of what's going on there. But the other times when we were there, and even on the 360 camera, yep. I went back and was watching it, and it was just completely quiet in the house. And while I was there, I was literally willing something to happen. In my mind, I was like, please, no, do you, something. I don't think you, I don't think you were. No, I was, honestly. But you wouldn't go anywhere by yourself. I would not go anywhere by myself. Neither would you, so Hell don't talk no. shit. No, I'm not talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not talking shit. But I was literally willing stuff to happen. And honestly, Rocky, I didn't hear or oh. sense a damn thing. Okay, so a couple things. Is that normal, though? Yes. Okay. Absolutely right. it is. Was um, I trying too hard? Well, I think you're you're. I think you should just go with it a little bit more instead of have an expectation of what exactly you're looking for. Okay. Because just like with the spirit box, we listen to the white noise and then we don't hear. Or I'm listening intently for something and I yep. miss a shadow um, because I'm listening and looking so, away or something. You know, we you know? kind of did things wrong a little bit. You know what, what I mean? What did we do? It wrong? was kind of sloppy. I mean, honestly, you should break up. People should go into, and I'll say this, you, you watch Destination Fear. Yes. Right? Um, even on ghost adventures, you know, Zach will put somebody in a room or a cabin or somewhere and they got to stay there all night. You know what I mean? Okay. Because it, there's two things. There's the psychological thing and they bring that up on those shows. It's, it's, it's bringing your mind to limits that typically you try to avoid, right? It's that fear. Um, and number two is that there is a higher probability of having a paranormal event. Because you're by yourself. You're more vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? More you're not vulnerable. Distracted. Okay. You're, you're not distracted by conversations with the person by you. You know, when you're in a dark room in a spooky place, you focus on the person that's going to save your ass if you need it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so you're more caught up in that. I'll be honest with you. I, I had no desire to go anywhere by myself. And let me explain something to you. When that dude left me in that bathroom in the freaking 
far yeah. recesses that of the house. Really, really cool. I couldn't pee fast enough. I closed my eyes. I hope I didn't pee all over the place. I closed my eyes. Mm -hmm. And when I got done, I turned around with my eyes closed, ran my hand under the water, and got the hell out of that room. Why wouldn't you open your eyes? I, that bathroom. You've seen that bathroom, I right? did, but I mean, dude, that's even more dangerous because if There's you open your eyes- There's a big sign over the bathroom called the suicide bathroom. Face I'm not, come up to you. Yeah, I know. I'm not, because there's a mirror right in front of you at the sink, and I'm not doing you it. You didn't want to look in the mirror. Nope. You should have seen Ron's face when he came out that house right after he got done peeing. I think your Dude, balls were still kind of I guarantee out. I ran. I, I ran through the living room. But there was a bathroom right off the living room he could have taken me to, but he didn't. No, it was an introduction. He came out and giggled about it. I'm he goes, sure he <laughs> did. I put him in the most haunted bathroom. I'm sure he I'm did. Like, yeah, you did. Give me knuckles. The suicide bathroom where somebody apparently shot themselves in the head. So really what we should have did. Honestly, the, the the next course of action, what we should have did, because we had that place. What Rocky means is what we should have done. Go ahead. No, no, I said did, but we should have did. Don't worry about what I say. It's okay, Minnesota. Go ahead. Sorry. It is Minnesota. <laughs> y'all, I purposely don't say y'all. Lisa does all the time, y'all. Um, You'll become a true Texan soon. When when um, Brian and Beth left. Uh, we all left at the same time. We should have stayed. Oh, I see what you're saying. We should have stayed. Yeah. Um, because I guarantee you that whole house changed once everybody was out. And it would have been just you and I. So no matter where we went, it would be super quiet in that house. No back conversations going on in the kitchen or anything like that. And now all of a sudden the prey has decreased. We're the prey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, dude, then I'm going to tell you something. Then I, again, what's his name? Sonny. Yep. Sonny, as we were leaving was going to walk through that house by himself yep. and turn off all the lights yep. that were on. Right? That I'm just like, blows my mind. On, really, it's just nuts, really. But he has conversations with them. The he, spirit. It's, it's his life. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm sure, just like when we went to the farm, the first day we sucked. You know what I mean? We tried being cowboys the first day. It took, some, it took a few days, right? It did suck. Day number four, we're on horses, man, and we're almost dying running into fences. That's hardcore. Um. We were snake wranglers. Yep. Well, I was snake videographer because I ain't touching shit. He held it. He What's funny is Rocky was laying on his stomach and he had that camera right up in the snake's face. I if did. the if the snake had decided to turn and ease toward mm -hmm. Rocky, mm -hmm. Rocky would have lost all bowel control. No, dude, I was a hero. All right. And he would have levitated off the porch. Yeah, I would have done that. And then flown off like off. Superman. <laughs> You know you would have. I was wearing a gun that day, too. Jeez. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> so I just want to say this, too. It, because just because we hear of a house being super haunted, um, a location being super haunted, building, whatever, without a doubt, brother, will you go to these locations and nothing will happen. You know what I'm saying? It just nothing happens. I don't know if it's how these investigations are approached. But what I hear a, you saying, though, is if we were to go back, there could be a there more could significant be a event right? of some sort. But, okay. But we need we we need to do it differently next time because of the fact is, is that we didn't do really anything but play the spirit box. We should have went in the card room. We didn't even go in that room. It was creeping me. The we got out. on the tour, but we did not right. go in there. That's the one that underneath the fireplace was kind of like a dungeon or a mm -hmm. pit, right? Yep. Okay. So, uh, but there's more other locations too, you know. But I get that. See, here's the thing with you though. With you, I would only want to do real EVPs, no spirit box. 
Because then you could sit there and attest for what you hear on an audio recorder. Okay. And seeing if we could get something clear as a human voice, just to kind of counter what that article said yesterday. Because then now you, Ron Phillips, as a skeptic, can decide whether that's an atmospheric sound, a structural sound, a body sound, a vocal sound from one of us, or is it a sound that potentially came from a spiritual entity? But you're going to go to places, do it, and you're not going to get anything. I've gone to the Mounds Theater and got nothing. Two weeks later, I go to the Mounds Theater, and I got eight freaking Class A EVPs where the dude's telling me to F off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So who knows? Could it be the moon? Could it and be, I know you know, that, it could and be, I know that Scotty and John have both been when you, with you when you've heard these things. I know you've been alone, but you've recorded them. Yep. Um, you know, it's, the thing about the Fernhill House, though, is that that was completely how did different you, for me, though. For somebody who's who was I saw yeah. personally, yep. was a little bit scared to be in the upstairs by yourself at the Hill House. I no 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 no, I no scared. I am proud to say no. Uh uh-uh. uh. But how did you do the Fernhill House by yourself? The Fernhill House is what caused the trauma. Really? Yes, because I felt it. John felt it. We, I'm so glad that John and Scotty were there, especially John. Because but you had done the Fern Hill by yourself. Oh, multiple times. Okay, multiple times. I asked Lisa. I used to go, dude. If I could go every weekend, I would have went every weekend. It's it's uh, the house was so haunted intelligently that you become obsessed with it because you know that that is your opportunity. You are never ever find a place that haunted again. Were you ever in fear for your safety? That one time with the Big Bang. Really? Yes, because... But never when you were by yourself. Well, because I didn't know enough. Okay. And then, you know, now that you know what you know, you're like, people need to understand that we do put ourselves in situations that make us very vulnerable to whatever is going on in that world. And I didn't realize the the vulnerable status I was putting myself in when I'd go to this place and nobody was there. Okay, I would so go me, in the basement by myself. Okay. Let me ask you this on behalf of some of the listeners, because I know they have this question too. Can you make yourself vulnerable enough? Oh, it, that's the psychological game. Okay. Um, you, if, if if you go into somebody's house and you can get your Here it was. I heard that Shut noise. your freaking mouth. You know you heard right? it. Right? Dude, I try to pretend it didn't happen. What is it? That, what were you? What it's is, the coffee. You're doing something to my coffee. God. I think you're spiking it with like bubble up or something. Um, <laughs> you knew it when it happened. What was I saying, now, bro? Can you make yourself vulnerable? So enough? yeah, I mean, you you sit there and go to somebody's house, and you can make that K two meter go off and blink a couple lights, and you can look at homeowners that absolutely do not believe their house was haunted twenty minutes ago, and they see the little light blink and they're mentally vulnerable. Their house just became haunted, and now they're gonna have experiences all the time. It's a psychological status you put yourself. Okay, in, okay. Right? So so experiences the more afraid you are the more vulnerable you are okay all right so that's a good point the more afraid you are the more more vulnerable and i'm scared shitless but why because i wasn't really afraid at the house but see the thing is that once you have a, a significant experience that goes beyond any rational thought yeah you know what i'm saying um it changes your whole perception you know, like I said, I didn't know the vulnerable position I was putting myself in at the Fernhill House. I didn't realize how much it was affecting my body. And I put myself into a dungeon of entities, a dungeon of them. You know what I mean? Right, but did it physically affect your body? So 
not long term. Okay. So when we had that experience in the basement that we called the Big Bang, that just about everybody's heard it. Um, that we all felt it go through our body. The spiritual energy, dude, it went through our body. And for weeks, I sat there and I thought, I physically felt that go through my body. John did. John shit his pants. He was scared. He wanted out of that freaking house, man. I almost said yeah, yeah. He wanted out of that house. Gone. I mean, he stayed there another 15 minutes. He would not stay there anymore um, because he was that scared. This is a guy who crawls in freaking Egyptian caves. Yeah. You know. Why doesn't that affect him? Uh, because he's never had an experience where you feel this extreme powerful energy go through your body. Yeah. You know, um, he's a little light footed with any kind of paranormal, but, uh, you know, it's a, I guess it's different when you're going to digging up a skull, you know, because you can physically see it. I don't know. But um, when you feel that fear and you start thinking about you're a lot more vulnerable in this universal world we live in paranormally then we realize and it made me realize that there are things out there that have that physical power to create such an explosion to physically affect three people um that scared the shit out and, of me and dude. just to confirm nothing fell over in the house what caused the bang it was atmospheric okay so and uh, i thought i thought i remembered you saying that it was dude because john if john would ever speak publicly about this he would have to have the credibility of saying that he went through every possible thing. And there was only two chairs in the entire house. The house was completely empty. We went and checked the windows. There's no way a window could slam that loud to where we feel the power go through our body. The first thing we thought was uh, an exploding transformer. That's the first thing that came to my head. Wasn't there something about the furnace also? It's a boiler. A boiler. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the boiler. No, nope, because that was right by us. Okay. Right? Um, and that wasn't on because this was summertime. So uh, we went through everything. We went through everything, and, and you just can't explain. You go outside, and everybody, it's right in the middle of Minneapolis. People are walking like they didn't even know what happened. It was the creepiest freaking experience. You even question, was that real? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we got two guys speaking French with each other. They're speaking French, and it was a French-Canadian family. But you feel that. It messes with you psychologically, and you can never let that go because then you always have that fear that you're going to experience that fear again. You know what I mean? So then you go to, like, the Hill House. You look up those stairs, and your body has now connected with that energy. Yeah. Right? So now you understand that energy. So when you look up those stairs, whether we have an experience or not, there's something up there. They just didn't want to play, you know? Um, They're looking at you. They're watching you the whole time, and it's so weird that we swim through this matrix Mm -hmm. of, of worlds that are watching us, and... The interaction being weird. One thing that article said, though, um, that I that I do question and it bothers me is that why is the communication so limited? You know, and that's the only thing. Why I, do you only get, you know, one or two words in an EVP and you may not even get that? Right. And, and people will come to you with like a whole huge answer on it. Yeah. Well, this is what they got to do. And this is and it's like, no, you really don't know that. And we just really don't. Right great theories out there that i absolutely would say makes total sense would you consider the big that bang, the bang you heard a, a poltergeist so because poltergeist is physical it correct? was it was a poltergeist yeah um and the only physical object that moved was us but barry fitzgerald from ghost hunters international 
is the only other person that we know that we talked to about this because we called everybody on this one. We called everybody. And he goes into these caves in Ireland, and he had the same exact thing happen to him where it was an explosion, mm-hmm. right? And his theory on it, which makes the most sense out of everybody's, is that it was something that manifested into our reality at such an aggressive rate. It was like the uh, uh, when, when we uh, break the sound barrier, a son- like a sonic boom, okay, right? And when he said that, it was like, that would explain that force. The force, yeah. Like, it created such an energy. It's like an explosion. Uh, 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 you can tie it to those super loud exploding fireworks. And when they explode, you feel that compression. What was that? That was me hit the table. You can you can feel that compression in your chest, right? Yep, that's right. Or when you're at a rock concert, you can feel the compression in your chest because the air is, is, through, is, yeah. mush, yep. is moving. Yep. So something manifested itself so rapidly that, in that air space yep. of that room yep. that you felt the compression. And we got a lot. But of, you never did see anything. Correct? No, and okay. here's the weird thing. Because all the months I investigated at this place, most of the time I got EVPs from the exact same people identified by them they answered questions when i was interviewing the homeowner it was the weirdest thing right but towards the end it got weird super weird so when that happened we got all these evps and in the spirit box of these entities coming through saying like die you know and then this one comes through and says well that must have hurt you know it's just weird dude you know and and so could that be some radio that came through 100 percent? i never denied that but, you know, when you hear things come through so clearly over multiple channels, it was the same voice saying a complete sentence. Look, the words, that must have hurt. Yeah. Well, that must have hurt. Okay, so the words, well, that must have hurt. Mm-hmm. What speed were they? A regular woman talking just like that. Well, that must have hurt. Okay, so that took Rocky about a second to say. That spirit box is scanning, what, 10 channels a second? I got it, five? No, I got it at eight scans a second. So eight scans. I it could was go scanning. up to 16 if I wanted to. And here's the thing about the spirit box. It's scanning eight different FM stations per second. And how, I mean, what are the odds that, well, that must have hurt, would be picked up across eight different channels at the same time, right? So that is one of the... That's the thing that intrigues me the most about spirit and box. And that's what I was just going to say. Those are the how ones does it string all that, that you yeah. want to present to more of the skeptical community. Because then they need to explain to you, because sometimes we've gotten, I'm like, Tammy, do you know Tammy and Terry from up north? No. Crystal? We used to, they have these three log cabins from the 1800s from Canada. They bought them and then built a house. Insanely haunted. The right? cabins are? Well, it's a house now. Oh, okay. They put all three of them together. Oh, they put them together. This, I got and you. everything in there is an antique, is Native American stuff. I mean, dude, it's you walk in there, and so there's attachments on most all through that house, okay. dude. And um, what the hell, dude? What was I going to say about Tammy and Terry? Say something to me. Tammy and Terry from up north. Oh, so they got this EVP, right? You're and welcome. the EVP was literally through like sixteen, seventeen scans. 16, 17 scans. Yeah, that would have been two, what, two seconds worth of scans. Yeah, so so you go to the radio mm-hmm. dial and you start at like 93.7 and then you go that many scans. Dude, you just scan three major channels. Yeah. Three major channels of multiple radio stations. So explain to me now why I have the exact same vocal tone of a voice running through that many scans. And the thing about the spirit box to me is 
even though it's scanning FM frequencies and sometimes AM, even the scan of the frequency, you're not hearing constant radio chatter or music. Well, and I understand that you don't want that. You don't want to pick up radio waves per se. So sometimes you'll disconnect the antenna or whatever the case may be. Well, I, um, back in the day when Radio Shack had this one specific model, it was really easy to hack where you can go in there and, and you can clip certain things. I came right after that, right? I was so pissed. So I bought a Radio Shack radio and I was going to school for electrical at the time and I just brought it in, took it all apart. I um, undid the antenna. I undid the receiver. Anything that would allow any kind of signal into the radio, we detached it, took it out, right? So now, and then we had to go down and unmute it because it mutes itself. So what it does is when it hits a channel, it mutes scan. Right, so you had to go in and unmute it, and then uh, so then you're able to start scanning, and it was a weird sounding scan, yeah, because it wasn't picking up those yeah. radio waves, right? My my and my ham radios do that, Correct. that kind of scan. Yep. So yeah. and there was absolutely zero. We ran it for an hour. There was nothing that came through, nothing at all that came through except that weird noise, and we kept going. We went from room to room, and we, I needed to see if the the legitimacy of can i actually get a voice on something that's getting absolutely no signal into it yeah you know and so we're getting ready to leave my buddy calls me up he said ready to go and and i just said we're getting ready to go i gotta shut this off and then all of a sudden this voice comes through and it goes david just like that dude clear strong like david you know like he just did that was he your buddy was that your buddy's name no oh all right so we're like holy shit i got a voice i was happy as shit you know it's like it worked it freaking worked i got a voice now a skeptic needs to explain to me why i got that to come through when you open this radio up and everything is detached except the scan you know what i mean my freaking electrical teacher helped me do it shut up did Did you ever figure out what happened so i go out to the home the farm owner this is that farmhouse that's set for 16 years empty where the grandma's pajamas are still in the oh yeah closet, closet right I'm talking to the lady outside, and I was like, oh, shoot, by the way. Uh, I was like, David, ring a bell, ring a bell, you know? And she went complete stale, I mean pale. And um, she looked at me, and she goes, David just died on the property from a heart attack. He was deer hunting on our property, and he was in a tree stand and had a heart attack, and he just died, like, recently. Hmm. And she was completely floored. And uh, so I had a radio with absolutely no receiver tool in it, I got a voice that said, David, clear as day. David. You know what I mean? And then you validate with the homeowner that there was a guy that literally just died on that property named David. You can't help but say, hmm. I agree. I agree. Something. Even for a skeptic, even that would be. Skeptic. If, if they had heard it in person and then talked to the owner, even for a skeptic, they would say, okay, something, yep. something is here. I never believed in physical attacks until I seen Lisa Speck get attacked. I never believed in poltergeist until I saw poltergeist. I'd never believed in shadow people until I saw a shadow person, right? Um, and once you see it, there's this, I don't want to say it's a level of respect, you know? I don't want to say it's fear. Yeah. Because I really don't know what it is. Yeah. But you approach these locations now, like, completely different, almost defensive. Because you know that this could happen, you could. But that's see this. all. That it, it, it's all interesting to me, and I want to learn more about it, and I want to be able to 
have those experiences. You and I have talked about it. Yep. Let's do your story real quick before what we get out. What story are we talking about? The wedding ghost thing, because that's so what we... So dumb! That's, I want to talk about ghosts! I know, but that's what you are about to talk All about right. ghosts. But we that's did right. we did put that in our description so to make sure that we get it covered. Did we? Yeah. All right. What well, does it say there? Don't stress me Where out. is it at? Uh, right here. Read it. Read what you got. Uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read what I got. <laughs> now, a woman who wants to marry a ghost says that they're, 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 they're arguing. They're arguing. They're, they're trying to figure out, you know, what, uh, what day they want to get married on. So um, this is kind of what we we're referring to earlier. But it says, a woman who is marrying a ghost claims no church will have the couple and they are being threatened with exorcisms by priests. Um, so she's going to the church and asking if her and this ghost can get married, and the priest thinks they need to exorcise her. I think so, too. Okay. Or she may go see if she missed her medication. Okay. She may have stopped taking her meds. Not a doctor, though. Hello? We need a PD phone. <laughs> we need a PD phone. You got sidetracked so from your you short hear, story. You hear from the mouth, yeah, and there'll be a little lever right here <laughs> that's going to be the microphone. Can I get a little bell bell? I don't have a bell. Sorry. Um, but anyways, uh, this lady here, uh, Brocade, Brocard, something like that. She's 38. Uh, you guys will probably never remember her again anyways. Uh, she is a singer-songwriter. Oh, wow, from oh. Oxfordshire. And fell in love with Eduardo. Eduardo's the ghost? There you go. That's the thing you're going to call me later and go, that was the dumbest thing. Yeah, but the people listening didn't see it. (laughs) Or hear it. They call me Eduardo. Uh, Uh How you doing? Eduardo. Uh, But, you know, like all couples, they have times of tension. You know, shit happens. But for sure, most parts are, uh, you know, extremely happy. They spoon, watch movies, documentaries, eat Eat popcorn. popcorn. It's all about the popcorn, (laughs) bitches. That's a t-shirt. But Eduardo. She says, Eduardo and I are currently arguing over the wedding date. Uh, Broke Hardy says, uh, she says, I want a summer wedding, you know, but he hates the heat and shit. And uh, I'd secretly love to make him melt, but, you know, he disappears often as it is. So, you know. Really, it said something about it melting? Swear to God. No, it does not. Yes, it does. Dude, it says right here. She says, I want a summer wedding, but he hates the heat and I'd secretly love to make him melt, but he disappears often. Enough as it is. What's the punchline to the story? There's got to be a punchline. There ain't a punchline, dude. I've been reading stories like this for a long time. It says, for weeks, we got nowhere on it. Uh, You know, going back and forth and shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, not talking to each other for like 16 hours, maybe sometimes two days. He was busy haunting somebody. busy haunting somebody. Uh, But she says, uh, so she's going to go design a Ouija board and uh, of Ouija dates to see which they both. What? That's all she talks to Eduardo. Uh, she says, I swear he's turned into a complete groomzilla and his list of demands grows daily. Damn. Are we sure it's not her demands for her imaginary friend? Well, I'm telling you, but she says right here, Eduardo's always had a freaking temperamental nature, bro. Oh, but, uh, you know, he seems to be uh, bringing it out the worst of them. So I think they're not going to make it. I don't think they're going to make it either. Hell, I'm worried about her now. Uh, she says right here, whatever it is, I need to ask him. He finds a way of communicating back. She said it doesn't just lay in the perimeters of what some people class a normal. But who wants normal anyway? You know what I'm saying? That's what she said. Who cares about normal? Mm-hmm. 
but she said, however, Mariner Ghost is providing to be a difficult task. Uh, you know, you the, think? Cu- the couple have been shown for numerous freaking searches, bro, because the institutions see the relationship as blasphemous. Y- yeah. Bastards. Exactly. Is it blasphemous? Oh, dude, she said right here, she goes, finding the venue is proven to be really tricky, too. You know what I mean? She says that uh, we've been kicked out of a few churches, no big deal, and they've been kind of threatening exorcisms and shit, you know, but they're working through it together as a team. There you, you know? go. All right. Thank you for the story, Rocky. Right, we dude, appreciate it. That was a good story. It what? was not a good story, but thank you. By the way. It is great, dude. That's just excellent do radio. Anybody who wants an Odyssey radio uh, sticker, until I get them up on the website, send me an email. Info at odysseyradio.com. O-D-Y-S-Y.radio.com. Odysseyradio.com. Info at. Send me an email. Yep. Give me your address. Address. And I and 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 or just go to PayPal and PayPal me four dollars and fifty cents. Right? And then PayPal me like sixty. Stickers are four bucks plus oh. plus the stamp. How many ever you want, they're four dollars each. Info at odysseyradio.com uh, or go to best thing to do is go to PayPal. Send us, uh, you can, I think it's, uh, hell, I don't even know what the PayPal we'll address figure is. It out. We'll figure it out. Bottom line is, if you want one, we're going to give give them give them out even before we get them on the website. And if you have a relationship with the ghost, we want to interview your ass. Give us a call. Send us an email. Love you guys. Bill Love Rose. you guys. Take us home. Yeah. Have a good night. We'll see you next Tuesday night. Remember, tomorrow night and Monday are replays. Thank you for joining us this week. Abnormal Realities. Out. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5